This is a HeadGum Podcast. Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by the new series Dynasty. Watch it Wednesdays at 9, 8 central on The CW. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is the chorus, I don't know what you could call this, pseudo-chorus of our girl Rita Ora's new song, new hit song, Anyway. Yes, it's the chorus. I can't really sing this. <laughs> I just want to say queen of unsingable lyric free choruses. <laughs> I just the best experience of this song was sitting at our friend Andrew's apartment. Well, no, his boyfriend Bill's apartment when the, both this song and the new Taylor Swift song came out and listening to them back to back and being like, oh, the Rita song is better. Like that was like a beautiful experience, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't think the Taylor Swift is her worst song ever i don't think it's a very good song but listening to this song and that song and being like the rita song is more fun and more catchy was really like a beautiful i'm just so happy about it you know i don't think there is a person on this planet aside from maybe taylor swift's most rabid fans who would say that taylor swift's new single is better than rita's new single it's just a matter of facts like pop music facts (laughs) you can't deny that rita's song is catchier than Taylor Swift. It's the best one. Um, but we can't get too deep into Rita right now because it's uh, it's not that segment yet. Uh, I know. Before we get started, I do want to do of her. some self-promotion. Oh. Self-promotion. Okay. Proud of us, Our too. San Francisco show is this week. <laughs> it's Our tour is over halfway finished. I know. God, I know. It's so or sad. Or just maybe at the halfway, just maybe at the exact halfway point. We have three more cities after this. We're going to be in San Francisco Wednesday night. That is very strange, but whatever, deal with it. You know what? Deal with it. What are you doing on a Wednesday? If anything, it's better. We're not like, we're not going to interrupt your normal rhythm of events. We're not going to take up your Friday or Saturday or or Thursday, whatever you do on those days. You know? We're not presumptuous to assume that we would be more important the things you would do than on those days. Although we should be. So (laughs) buy tickets on whoweekly.us slash live. They're available and for those of you who live in San Francisco, we'll see you on Wednesday. Um, if there is anything n- remotely as good as the Bean, please let me know because I've also never been to San Francisco. I was going to say, are Two you excited? Two cities in a row that I've never been to. I was going to say, are you excited for anything in San Francisco as you were for the Bean? San Francisco is pretty cool. We can go and see the stupid um, Full House houses. Oh yeah, we could. See, what are they called? The Seven Sisters? Or Painted something? Ladies. Painted Ladies. And we can go, what else is there? Okay, yeah, I guess, that, I mean, the Golden Gate Bridge, got to see that. I mean, what? yeah, we got, we'll see that. There's so much death associated with San Francisco. Okay. It's like, when I think of San Francisco, right. it's like, it's like, oh, I love movies I love that are set in San Francisco. Zodiac, uh, M- Milk, The Bridge. <laughs> How awful, awful. No offense, San Francisco, I hear you're beautiful, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of death. I feel like there's some um, good things, happy things that have been set in San Francisco. What's that book? Oh, The Girls. Did you read The Girls? wasn't even good. You know, that doesn't... That's not... Anyway, this is a horrible introduction. Let's get started. You will say that. Hey. 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 Hey.
going to be famous. So we have a Kevin Can Wait update. I didn't really think we would be doing many Kevin K. Wade updates. As those of you who've been to our shows know, we have um, what I would like to believe is an iconic segment um, at the end now that's a Kevin Can Wait update. But it sort of ends it. It sort of ends the segment because we didn't think that there'd be any more. But it, there's still a whole lot more. <laughs> I know. It's kind of funny because the concept of the Kevin Can Wait Lies segment is, you know, you are the going to be the first and last to see this. Well, you're technically not the last since we do it a few times, but to see this uh, segment that we created for the, to end all the Kevin can wait segments, because honestly, you know, we thought we were done, but it's crazy. Like it just, the train, the Kevin can wait train keeps on chugging and people keep mm-hmm. on talking. And this story is coincidentally about, you know, the metaphorical Kevin can wait train because Kevin James explained why they killed off Aaron Hayes or gave sort of a bullshit explanation about why they killed off Aaron Hayes. It's such a weird, it's, because, it's such a weird explanation or it's just, it's such yeah, a like, it's almost too real. I believe it fully. I believe it fully too. He says the plot of the show didn't have enough drive. If we got through a second season, I wouldn't see us getting through a third one. We were literally running out of ideas. So it's like, it just, it was more interesting. There were more things to do narratively. If Kevin can wait, if Kevin, Kevin can wait, if Kevin were a single father. But also, here's my question. The show was one season old, right? Usually mm-hmm. things like this happen in, you know, the fifth season, the sixth season, when you've been on for a long time and you're like, all right, we're running out of steam. The original concept of the show is no longer interesting or, uh, you know, we're, we're you know, Grey's Anatomy has been on for 45 years, it. right? Like yeah. if Shonda can do it, then you can be on for one season without retooling your entire show in the second season. So it's like, I believe it because I believe that they're that untalented and lazy or he's that lazy, mm-hmm. but it's almost crazy to me that this show made it. I mean, I guess it's not crazy because it's popular, but made it to air without any plan for a second season that when they got to the end of the first season, they were like, we have to kill her. You know, <laughs> we have to. There's got to be other reasons, her. too, is what I'm saying. I mean, this is a bullshit answer. I believe it, but it's bullshit. I mean, and of course, it was also a combination of audiences responded really well to Leah Remini. Understandable, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course they liked her. Anyway, that's all. I did see, if you click on that New York Daily News article, it says the most popular story on the New York Daily News is one from Tuesday of this week. That is, Aaron Hayes has been, quote, liking calls to boycott Kevin Can Wait after being killed off on the show. I mean, I like she's her. Liking, she seems, she's been liking she seems slightly better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's doing fine. And again, as Leah Remini has reassured us time after time, Aaron has a new show. <laughs> Aaron has a new show. It's a comedy. On Amazon. It's a comedy. It's a comedy. It's a comedy. Aaron has a new show on Amazon, so it's completely fine. I think also what's funny, I think I might have lost my train of thought here, is... You're not liking something that Aaron that... Hayes is thinking about. Oh, I just think what ended up happening was the network found out that Leah Remney would be into something like this, and they just did it. I don't... Like, it's definitely a convenient situation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and you're right. Maybe maybe they assumed she wouldn't be interested or Leah thought that her, you know, new crusade to destroy Scientology would take up all of her time. But turns out it only takes up 90% of her time. And she has a right. little bit of time in the right. week to shoot Kevin Can Wait. She has extra time. You know, she thought <laughs> she wouldn't have time. 
but she has some extra time. And who doesn't have extra time to make another billion dollars or something? (laughs) You know, and honestly, if Leah Remney needs this extra money to fight like the Scientology, then I'm here for it because (laughs) that show, her other one, Not Kevin Can Wait, is very good. And very compelling. And I'm very scared for her. Yeah, this this salary is going to a good cause. Trust me, this is a good thing. This is steady work. It's every Sunday. Starting this Sunday? Yeah. I can't can't do this Sunday because I I have plans this Sunday. Okay, you have plans? I can't keep doing this with you. I mean, you are either committed to this business or you're not. What could you possibly be doing that's more important than our first major job? Please, tell me. I don't want to tell you because she's yelling at me. Uh, moving on, the fat Jew. Um, <laughs> moving on. The, I hate it. Like, I really hate it. I hate on. him so much. Josh Ostrovsky. Ostrovsky. Um, I've actually never said his real name aloud. He sounds I like someone realized. I went to high school with. That name. Um. Anyway, fat Jew <laughs> was at the... VH1 Save the Music 20th Anniversary Gala, which is not an A-list affair. Let's just... Used to be. Just like a lot of things at VH1 used to be A-list affairs, and now they absolutely are not. Yeah. So he was at um, the gala and was asked about his... I don't even know. It doesn't say what what the actual line of questioning was that led to this, but he says, quote, I am a Z-lister. What's funny is that what's bad for most celebs is actually good for me. Getting caught with a prostitute, that is actually good for my brand, but going to a gym is really bad. That's not my scene. And then he makes a joke about how he only works out once every four months. Like a grandmother in Boca using light weights in the pool. I don't even believe that. It's just sad. It's sad. It's sad that people invite him to stuff. But they know that he's going to show up. Yeah, I don't love him. I like don't love that somebody's name is the fat Jewish and that keeps getting written out. It's weird. It reminds me of like people from other countries having never met a Jewish person and then they see this they see him and they're like oh that's what a Jew looks like it's just weird to me it feels very like old timey like stereotype weird like stereotype shit you know I can see what you're saying just, it's just not that he's like wearing a yarmulke and like a talit and running around but it's just I, mm-hmm. it's not I don't think it's like a good look <laughs> for and also never forget that and never forget that he built his fan base by stealing jokes. Right. On Instagram. <laughs> and then after all that came out, he still remains like a person. People still follow him. Because no one gives a shit about that. <laughs> now there are so many meme stealing brands on Instagram, but none of them are like the fat Jew, I guess, of famous. I mean, he took it to the next level of actually becoming a celebrity. Um, Let's see. Who's the opposite of the fat Jew, Lindsay? The skinny Christian? I don't know. What do you want? What What's that joke for? I don't know. That was supposed to be a segue into our next... Topic. Oh, Carly Kloss? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that is a skinny Christian. You're so right. <laughs> You're I mean, so right. You're so right. Wow. Carly Kloss, I don't think she's Jewish, right? Is she a Gentile? Literally, this girl has like never met a Jewish person, let alone... <laughs> no, I'm, I actually would believe... If you were like... Lindsay, there's this thing going around in Hollywood that Carly Kloss has never met a Jew. I'd be like, yeah, that's somehow I believe that. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> there's this thing going around in Hollywood. Like Carly Kloss is telling people, I've actually never met a Jewish person. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I believe that fully. <laughs> somehow, I believe it. <laughs> Carly Kloss opens up about Jewish people. Quote, I've actually never met any of them. <laughs> 
I know it's crazy that I work in Hollywood and I've never met a Jew, but it's true. <laughs> I fully <laughs> avoid them. <laughs> Carly Kloss, um, subject of the new Taylor Swift song, Gorgeous. Oh my God, that's was, a conspiracy. Um, actually, I don't. I Did you change your mind? You know who I think? So, you, no, I, I, I didn't change my mind. I still think it's about a woman because there's something about the song, which this is not to say the song is good. This is just to say the song is... The song actually is actually sort of lyrically interesting. Right. It's so vague that it's almost it's, so vague it's on purpose. And then it's it so vague It feels intentionally on yeah. vague. Yeah. Because it's talking about Taylor having a boyfriend who's like sucks, who's always in the club. And then she's fascinated by someone else who's gorgeous. But she's so intimidated by them that she doesn't want to talk to them. And they're always around and they seem really cool. And she doesn't want to talk to them because it makes her mad. Also, like, and call me believe- old fashioned. But gorgeous is a word you called a woman, not a man. Just yeah. I'm sorry. It yeah. just is. It just is. Like, it's no. not, you yeah. know, like, who calls yeah. men gorgeous? You just wouldn't. It's just not a word that you use. To be fair, Taylor has weird ways of describing people generally. So it's actually not that surprising if she were talking about a man that she called him gorgeous because I don't know. she's she has very in, inauthentic ways of talking about like being turned on by someone. She always has. She's I know. Never, I just like, I just feel like calling a man gorgeous is just not. It doesn't work, and I don't think that that's like in any way offending mm-hmm. anyone or the. Do you know what I mean? Just it's just not. Yeah. Just the word wise, it's not, it doesn't feel correct. But do you know she told, I guess she told people at her listening parties that she's been having that it is about her boyfriend, but I don't believe her. You're right. Joe Allen, no. Um, It's not. It's not. But I I actually don't think, I think it's about a woman. I don't think it's about Carly Kloss because they're friends. I think it's about like a famous, like a famous lesbian woman, like actual like out lesbian woman because she says, I don't know if you have a girlfriend. So that implies to me that if it is about a woman, it's about a woman who, like, openly dates women. Um, And I think it's about someone who she's intimidated by. Not saying that it's, like, Annie Clark, St. Vincent, but someone like her. I mean, it makes the song so much more interesting than it is, which is so uninteresting. But she's like, oh, my God, I'm so... I'm I, this woman is really gorgeous. And I don't know what to do about it. You yeah, know? like where she's because that's what and, and like it makes her mad. I'm furious about it. See, I, I don't think it's about Carly. I think it's about someone who's actually because like, why would you be mad if a guy was so hot that yeah. you it doesn't seem make sense. It that's makes never stopped sense. her before. Yeah, interesting. That's never stopped her. I before. love that you found a way to talk about this on the podcast when it's not in our purview. Anyway, so Carly Kloss, who is a them, I guess. No. She's not even them with who tendencies. She's, she's not just a like, them. I don't think that. No. You don't think that? No, she's I don't think. She's just no one. She's just, she's, she's so, milk toast. She's, she's so hooey. Like her personality is like, what? you know? Her most recent photo on Instagram, her second most recent photo is at the Bean. How did we not see her? She was I'm there. very mad. She was there? She was at the Bean. Can you imagine? The one... I wouldn't even recognize her. I'd be like, no, who I wouldn't either. are you? Absolutely not. There's a tall blonde woman <laughs> taking like photos of the bean. I just wouldn't even put that together. And then her next, her most recent photo was um, with Tim Cook, CEO of Apple. So she is. with Glossy. She loves to code. So her new. She loves coding. Her new show is on, is called Movie Night with Carly Gloss yes. on Freeform. That's what we're here to talk about. I'm just mad that of all of the young people that Freeform could give a show to, like a late night show, like an interview show, they're giving a show to Carly Kloss. It's so dull. 
And so she's just going to have a bunch of like models on and they're going to watch movies or fake watch movies. Well, they're not really going to watch movies. So that's what makes this first, this Hollywood Reporter story about it really funny. First of all, their lead, Carly Kloss, supermodel, L'Oreal beauty ambassador, coder and creator of Carly's Cookies. No one deserves that many descriptors in an intro. Has added another gig to her impressive resume, TV host. And it says... The six-part series, so it's a limited series. It's a limited series It's event. not even a, a daily show series. or like no. a weekly show. It's just no. a series. It's six-part series. God. The six-part series, a six-part series that will involve short-form interviews, games, and of course, movies. What does that mean? You it can't will involve have games and a movies. talk show that's a six-part series. This is insane. This is insane. This is insane. And there's no, they're not going to watch movies. It's just like she has her friends over uh, including Kendall Jenner and someone from Canada named Berkeley Duffield, and they talk about movies. Oh, what? That's so stupid. I just realized this made me think of how what a good gig hosting that. You know, like TBS is like dinner and a movie. You know those weird. Oh, Annabelle Gerwitz and I, what's his name? That'd be such a good gig. <laughs> you know. I love dinner and a movie. You like, I loved you dinner like and a movie. bullshit intro to a movie and then the movie starts and then you bullshit a little bit more it's just a fun what a fun gig that would be to be the dinner in a movie person they tried to like sort of repeat that on fx but yeah. it didn't really work like dave holmes hosted a show that it's was just, actually sort of interesting but it great. wasn't yeah no one cared anymore i know well, people don't really watch because of streaming they don't really watch movies on yeah. tv it's not a it's not as a compelling um ask you know but a great you know if this were 1997 and uh, I were an adult, I would love, I would love to have that job. If you, if I were an adult. Dinner it just seems movie. like a like, good Like, what's your dinner. dream? I want to host dinner in a movie. Right. Well, that's like, what I'm ooh, saying. It's yikes. like, I want to host The Soup in like 19, no, I want to host The Soup like from four years ago. And I want to host dinner in a movie in like 1992 or something. Was that on in 1992? Yeah. Whatever. Do you know who all these people are? Other people who are going to appear. Kaya Gerber, yeah. you know her. Models. Ashley Graham, you know her. Kendall Models. Jenner, you know her. Model. Do you know Joan Smalls? A model. She's a model. I know she's a model. I knew Amber Valletta, but she's Joan a model. Smalls? Model. Jesus. It's Listen all models. Why don't they just call it Serena models Williams? watching, models not watching movies? Serena Williams, too big of a them. What is Serena doing there? Heart of Dixie's Rachel Bilson, your favorite. Oh my God. Wow. How'd they get Rachel Ballet Bilson? Ballet dancer Fabrice Gamel. Who is that? And then this guy, relationship expert Matthew Hussey. So basically every favor she could call in and relationship expert Matthew Hussey. <laughs> Who is that? Hello, my name is Matthew Hussey and I would love for you to subscribe to my YouTube channel. I wrote a New York Times best-selling book called Get the Guy. I'm the resident love expert on the Today Show and I have a monthly column in Cosmopolitan Magazine. I've also spent years now traveling the world to thousands of women at a time, giving my strategies for finding love live in person. Yeah, did you see uh, Keisha Kaor's and Gucci Mane's The Main Event? K.O.R. All right. Did you see their wedding? I did. I watched it. I actually didn't watch it. Did you watch the whole wedding? It was live on television. I know yeah, that. Yeah, it was great because they treated it like it was this amazing event hosted by Karuchi and some guy named... Wait, I have to scroll down. His name was Kendall Kendall. It was hilarious. It was... I wasn't expecting what I saw. Basically, Gucci Mane got married to his girlfriend, his fiance, 
um, as a special event that was also the first episode of their reality show, also called the Brilliant. main event, which is Brilliant. genius marketing because it was like this huge thing. It was live. Um, you could tell it was live because it was very janky uh, in terms of the interviewing. It was very like, it was very weird and in a good way. And then it like, basically, as it, the wedding was happening, they would flash back to the wedding planning and all the drama and that's what's coming in the next episodes of the main event which i might <clears throat> actually watch because it looked really fun so that so it begins i so i knew it was i knew it was the first episode of like a limited reality series but i didn't realize the rest of it was going to be the planning that's a really interesting structure that it begins with I the main so. event i mean and then it the wedding cost, follows up with the planning the wedding was a million dollar wedding more than that like mm-hmm. 1.7 they kept saying that and the whole kind of flashbacks were all of her yelling at her bridesmaids and the wedding planner, Perfect. which is always a fun show. Always, always, always. Perfect. And then calling Gucci on the phone and being like, what's my budget? And him being like, there is no budget. And it was just very, <laughs> it was very good. <laughs> There's an interview that she did with, um, Keisha Kaur did with Essence. Did you watch this full interview? It's no. actually really, really good. No. She, um, in, in one of them, they're like, so the, the interviewer's like, so like, tell me about the wedding. Like, who is did you and Gucci work on it together? And she's like, No, this is like all me. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, from yeah. the very beginning, he was like, This is all you. Do what you want. Like, I want you to be happy. So yeah, I planned the whole thing. And then when she talks about her bridesmaid, you said she's yelling at her bridesmaids. One of my favorite lines from the interview is she <laughs> I don't remember what the question was, but she's like, Oh, no, no, no. The only celebrity bridesmaid I have is Trina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She has because she's like, it's a lot of her like her real friends. With she's her like, real I didn't want it to be about like famous people. But then there's a clip of this one woman who's like you asked Trina to be your bridesmaid and not me. Wait, really? Yeah. And she goes, what, am I too fat for the lineup? Basically, like she was implying oh my that. God. I know. It was very dramatic. It was like, I need to watch this. Yeah. Trina um, got invited to be the bridesmaid and her real friend, I forget her name, did not get invited to be a bridesmaid. No, but in, in, in what world are you friends in like even minor friends with Trina and you don't ask her to be the bridesmaid at I her know. wedding? It's true. She looked great also. Meets Trina once, asked to be in wedding. Also great about this wedding, it was all white. So everyone looked like they were the bride, which rules. Basically, <laughs> like everyone could have been the bride. So her dress had to be even more insane than everyone else's insane dresses because they looked like brides, you know? It was mm-hmm. great. And they kept asking couples for their advice on good marriages. And everyone was like, God, 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 God. And then they asked, um, what's her face from Housewives of Atlanta, Kim Zolciak. And she was mm-hmm. like, with her daughter. And she goes, <laughs> she's literally with her daughter. And she goes, have oh, no. lots of sex. Keep having sex. All It's all about sex. And her daughter's like, mom, <laughs> honestly. And she's like, sorry, I'm just like telling the truth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was great. Um, great, 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 great. Is this great, the daughter great. who was in that that iconic photo of them in the hospital? Oh, no, I don't think that her that was the daughter. She has like Tottles 45. And adenoids. She has like a lot of kids, you know? It's a lot of kids. Yeah. Um, but we haven't even gotten to, we haven't even gotten to the cake. You know a wedding is good when the wedding could be covered on literally any vertical on people. Because we could get people weddings. We can get people food. And then, for a reason we can talk about later, people babies. <laughs> oh, true. Um, the cake was amazing. But first, let's do there people was, food. The cake was not really featured in the show, which was really a bummer. The cake was more of a, like, covered in the in the media thing. Mm-hmm. It was a huge-ass cake. it makes cake. a good headline. How tall was that cake, do you think? I, it just says no height, but it's on, tall. I mean, it's taller than both of them. It was probably at least 10 feet on the pedestal. At least 10 feet. Maybe 11. Right. So it's a, it's a custom cake from South Florida from a company called Edda's Cake Designs. 
Uh, and mm-hmm. it costs $75,000. <laughs> I love this. Required three months of planning, three days of baking, 8,000 handmade sugar flowers, and 2,500 Swar- Swarovski crystals. Do you eat those? Flavors, flavors and no. Flavors okay. included red velvet, amaretto, carrot, banana nuts, and Jamaican rum cake. I don't understand. So I've seen a ton of photos of them like sort of miming the cutting with the sword that they got. They got a sword to Edda's. cut the cake. Yeah. But I haven't seen a photo, like a, a cross section of the slice. I can't, I don't understand what the cake actually yeah, looks like. Yeah, there's no proof that anyone it. actually ate the cake. There's just, there's the cutting proof. But I didn't see the actual cake. And I didn't see this in the show either. I'm kind of assuming that um, that a cake is, a, one of the episodes of the show is about the cake. So I'm going to tune in and find out, you know? Yeah. I'm just very anti-elaborate cake. Good to know. I just think a, a cake should be edible. A cake should be good. Yeah, but you also need to pose like, in front of your cake. With all that fondant and it has shit all over it. No. It's like, I don't want any of that. Yeah, I just but want then the you need to pose in front of your giant cake. How else will you pose in front of your giant cake? Okay, but we haven't talked about Keisha Kaor. She is the new who here in who the situation. Who is Gucci she? Mane, Gucci Mane is a them. Gucci um, Mane's a rapper. He was he just got out of prison. He was there for a few years. Um, and that's it. So Keisha Kaor, they've been... Um, together since 2010 they met on the 911 emergency video we don't have to get into the entire thing she's famous on her own right because she has a um a cosmetics line that i realized i'd actually heard of really and seen before really um i had yeah. not so it's called kr cosmetics she's They're also like a very... fitness she has like a fitness thing happening too yeah which i didn't know much about people said that she's known for her like intense workouts Okay. Really elaborate, intense workouts, but okay. I didn't see any evidence okay. of this. Anyway, so she has this line of cosmetics called Kaor Cosmetics, and they're uh, very bold, very colorful. Uh, and she claims to have invented the glitter lipstick trend the post back it. in 2010. Oh, okay. And by all accounts, she's absolutely spot on. She invented the glitter lipstick trend. Mm-hmm. She, I quote, it. has the receipts for it. I believe it. So she's her own entrepreneur she's whatever they met on the while filming this video yeah and then they got engaged in amazingly which i didn't even i'd never seen before kiss they camp. got engaged at a basketball game on the kiss cam yeah i've seen that before that's the thing i'd never seen kiss that. cam so romantic. basically they show up on the kiss cam they're at the kiss cam i mean they're at the basketball i remember game. where they got engaged like, she has like a full her hair is like fully red she looks amazing she's she looks fully like red. she's all red she looks like a character in batman forever she it's kind of amazing and oh like poison ivy right yes and they get engaged and so, but it's very romantic the way that the way that gucci sort of like <laughs> he's it does, it's not even like romantic the way he pulls out the ring it's just They're kind just of like look at cam, this, and then he stands up and he just like whips out this ring and yeah. holds it, and Keisha freaks out. And she and the... sees it on the. The best thing is she's not even looking yeah. at him. She sees it on the cam. She the she's focused on the cam. She's focused at the screen, and she sees it on the screen and freaks out. It's. I mean, their wedding was such a tour de force that, I mean, very very intricate and very very. I'm always I, the whole time I kept being like, how does he have this much money? That was what I was mostly very well, confused, he has... confused about. Uh, he, first of all, I'm sure BET paid for part of it, you know? Sure, but, but a million all, dollars, like, no. Now he has, now he has a best-selling book. I bet he made a lot of money on this book. That's true. This new, because it's, it's actually, it's gotten really, really good reviews, and it's high up on the Amazon bestsellers list. Yeah. It's just called The Autobiography of Gucci Mane. I'm sure he got a really good advance for that. Um, <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's just, just it was just an amazing feat. 
But of we haven't money. even talked about the best part of this. I know she has children in Jamaica. She doesn't have but children this, in Jamaica. She doesn't. This headline says it all. Keisha Kior couldn't bask in newlywed bliss for forty-eight hours without having to address her alleged kids in Jamaica. It's very confusing because don't when you, you hate try... when you get married and everyone tries to ruin your day by alleging you have kids in another country? <laughs> it was just very strange because I was trying to do research. It's like, does she have kids? Does she have kids in Jamaica? And the question is, does she have kids? The answer is. Maybe. I don't know. I can't really tell. I guess she referred to it on a on a episode of The Real. Yes, it's mm-hmm. true. And but then like they're not mentioned again for a while. And then people are starting to come out and be like, she has kids in Jamaica. I don't know why they're mm-hmm. in Jamaica, but they're in Jamaica. And so she tweets, I do not have three kids in Jamaica. Exclamation points. All but the like way down. 70 exclamation points. And then she goes, I do not have a sister. I'm the only girl. I have a brother. I have brothers and one is dead. This is like somebody correcting their bad Wikipedia article or something. It's a very weird way to set the record straight that you do not have a sister. It's so confusing. So maybe mm-hmm. somebody is But claiming- yeah, she does say she has a daughter on the reel, which is like, um, <laughs> I don't know. It's really funny that this video... That someone took of the real is the most extreme angle I've ever seen of a television. I know, it's so strange. Like, they couldn't have gotten where where it doesn't exist. Straighten the camera out. Anyways, somebody took a, a video of their screen watching the real when she says that she has a kid. Or she impl- she mm-hmm. says, yes, she has a kid. But there's not three and they're not in Jamaica. I'm confused. Honestly, really, I'm confused. You don't understand. What was happening behind this wall is we made her lift up her blazer to check out this waist. You're like this big. Yeah, it's yeah. this big. The tiny waist. Aww. It's beautiful. Thank you. I have a, a daughter, too. Yes, I yeah, do. I'm back down. I'm like, wait, you, like, how is this possible? <laughs> you look absolutely incredible. Yeah. Thank you. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? First things first, Rita's new song, Anywhere, finally came out. It's Fine. It's good. Wow. It's better fine. than gorgeous. Fine. It's fine. It's better than gorgeous. No, the it's good. It's a banger. Cute. The video is really, really cute. The video is very cute. It's no your the song, song is, but it's fine. Uh, it's no your song. Few things are your song. I've listened to it several times. I think it's fine. But the biggest news here is that it's number one. Our bullshit friend, Steven, said. Wow. Uh, Don't. Was it named after the places it won't be a hit? <laughs> Well, I just have something to tell Stephen. <laughs> it's number one in Kazakhstan. Also, somebody right made the joke. I think it was Andrew. He said it. She, he's like, she could be anyone. <laughs> <laughs> they should call it um, anyone. Um. Also, shout out to the shout out to the Rita bot who tweeted at us this most amazing literal just screenshot of all of its um chart positions in the world, mm-hmm. um, which is unbelievable because it's number six in Fiji. Did you know that? It's number six in Fiji? On, um... No, Lonely Together is. Oh, you're right. Oh, ugh, whatever. Anywhere's only number one in Kazakhstan. <laughs> number eight in Luxembourg. Number 14 in Slovakia. It's number 18 in the UK. That's good. I know. I'm a little bit annoyed that it's... It's number 82 in the United States. But anyway, Lindsay, I have a really quick game to play with you really fast. What? It's not oh my God. hard. It's not hard or long. Oh my God, okay, go. This is a game about your song. <gasps> not Anywhere. Okay. I'm going to play you 
really quick clip of a Your Song remix, because there are five of them. No. And you're going to tell me what the name of the remix is. How would I know that? Because if you've been on Spotify enough and listened to your song, I'm sure some of these names have seeped into your brain. How would I know the name of these remixes? Okay. Here we go. Listen. Is this the Your Song Cheat Codes remix? The Your Song Konami Code remix? The Your Song Cheaters remix, or the Your Song Rosebud remix. Okay, I only know this because I know there's a band called Cheat Codes, and the rest of the stuff you just made up. You got it right. Okay. You got it right. <laughs> right. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. I would not have known that otherwise, by the way. Is this the Your Song Influenza remix? The Your Song Sick Individuals remix? The Your Song Contagious remix? Or the Your Song Patient Zero remix. So I have to say, just before I answer this, there's something to be said about a song being good because all of its remixes are bad. Or is it the other mm-hmm. way around? There, all of mm-hmm. the Your Song remixes are not good. Like, no one is remixing Your Song correctly or Your Song is unremixable. Okay, this song, is, this remix is, I don't know, Sick Individuals? That's right. You got it right. Wow. Okay. I'm a genius. Next up. Is this the Team Alo remix, Team Sava remix, Team Salud remix, or Team Bolsuami remix? Okay, it's not the last one. You definitely made that up. Uh, B, right? The second no, one? No, it's Team Salud remix. Okay. You got that one wrong. Is this the Your Song Followers remix, the Your Song Brethren remix, the Your Song Apostles remix, or the Your Song Disciples remix? A? No, it's the Your Song Disciples remix. Ugh, fucking who fuck? How was I fucking to know that? How would Lindsay, I even know that? Lindsay, if you were a This real game is ridiculous bot, because know. they're involved. If this, you would know. This game is terrible. It involves no, no skill. No, 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 no. It's just you wanted Listen, to make up funny answers. The last one, the last one. What you should really do is test me on the Your Song lyrics because at this point, I don't think I even know them. Is this your song by Elton John? <laughs> All right, okay. Okay, is this is this your song, Elton John? Is this your song? Is this your song live on Jimmy Fallon? Your song live on Jimmy Kimmel? Your song live on <laughs> no, SNL? No. Or your song Elton John live at the Royal Opera House? <laughs> I gotta go with D. <laughs> you got it right. Your song. Uh, uh, wow you just made that game entirely for that punchline i know i just wanted a punchline uh (laughs) and then i think that's all we have to say about rita this week i when does her album come out we don't know yet do we no i don't think it still comes out i don't think she knows tbd i don't think she knows when her when her album comes out just kidding i bet she knows it's got it's coming out soon right it's got to be coming out um, we're not even we're not even at the most iconic thing that Rita did this week. I can't believe like the, oh my the song isn't even the most important thing. Rita literally met the queen, right? Was the queen there? Well, she was there. Did she meet the queen? I'm sure she's already met the queen, to be honest. I know, but she hung out with the royals, literally. She was at Kensington Palace. Yeah, and she looked beautiful. She's on the Kensington Royal Instagram. 
Yeah. They even but at her. It's really her. funny because it's a, uh, it's a, they at her in it, but it's like, um, it's one of those slideshows on Instagram. So it starts with Harry and William and then you, you click to the right and who the hell is it? But Rita. I'm so and Harry. proud of her. It's Rita and, and who, Grimmy. It's Grimmy from the. Oh, that's Grimmy? Yeah. Ugh, everyone loves Grimmy. I think she was Grimmy's plus one. Just kidding. He was her plus one. I don't know. I don't know. Don't don't quote me on that. Rita hung out with the royals. She uh looked amazing. She represented her hometown. She slipped the queen your song a single cassette, a single. She gave her a download code. She <laughs> She also, according to the Daily Mail, flashed her incredibly taut abs in a sporty crop top as she made a scene in plush eatery before literally stopping traffic in NYC video shoot. Literally. Literally. She literally. But that was. But that was a while ago. Sure. But this article came out a day ago. So, you know, really would define a while. She literally stopped traffic. What do you want? And that's a good place to end. We will um, see you on Thursday. Uh, or please come to San Francisco show. See you in San Francisco. Please um let us know what um iconic things we can do in San Francisco. Is yeah. there anything as good as my best friend's wedding? Uh, set places, set places. I'll go on the milk. I'll go on the milk tour. Is there any movie as amazing as my best friend's wedding that's been set in San Francisco? Tell us. No, because there's no movie as amazing as my best friend's wedding. Tweet at us and tell us. Thank you to Katie and Erica of the Who's. Thank you to Rita Ora for releasing a song that's better than Taylor Swift. <laughs> Thank you to um, everyone in San Francisco who bought tickets. Thank you to everyone in San Francisco who will buy tickets. Wow. And um, we'll see you Thursday. See you Thursday. You or Jayla? Yeah. 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 They want to know. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by the new series Dynasty. Watch it Wednesdays at 9, 8 central on The CW.